Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Current events, local world news, and trending. This is Saturday morning. This is the 10th of July, 2021. Now we're going to be out here talking about the new changes to the speeding, racing, stunt driving laws here in Ontario, Canada. For all you people out there thinking that you own the road, well, there's going to be some new changes for you. Thank you for joining me this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you had a good week. Behaving yourselves out there, trying to get back to what normalcy is we as we know what normalcy is. Uh, oh God, you know, across across Canada here, I mean, we've had just a, a mixed bag of weather. Out west, we had heat waves. Here and in, in coming into southern Ontario, it got really quite hot. We've had a lot of rain uh, recently. Today looks like it's shaping up to be a little bit better of a day, but uh, probably expecting more rain and then coming into the new week, more rain again. So good for the farmers. They need to get their crops growing and stuff like that. So now I did want to talk about this. Um, because, you know, it's, it's, it's really important, ladies and gentlemen, to keep our area roads and highways safe. Now, people out there during this pandemic, and I know this because I see this because I'm a truck driver, you know, because, you know, the liberties that some drivers out there take on our area roads and highways is just absolutely ridiculous. The stunt driving laws are put in place to help make the roads safe. And the government has upped the ante for you drivers out there, like I said, who think they own the road and that some that the rules just simply don't apply to you. Now, as my understanding with this new changes to these laws, they want to go Rectoactive, meaning that if you've been charged under the old rules and you get a second charge, then you'd be charged on what the second charges would be under the new rules. So there'd be two charges against you and those like that. So now as it stands right now, um, of what they, of what the um, the driving, racing, stunt driving, whatever you want to call it, and the penalties here for for the stunt driving. Um, I mean, right off the bat, it's six demerit points. Fines up to two thousand to ten thousand. Possible jail time up to six months. Seven day impoundment of vehicle. Immediate seven day driver's license suspension. Possible further two year suspension upon conviction, and of course your insurance is going to hit this hit the roof. 
Now, speed limits on our area roads and highways, and especially the 400 series highways, is 60 miles an hour. It doesn't mean you can do 90 miles an hour. That's where you're going to lose your vehicle for seven days. That's where you're going to lose your vehicle, your license for seven days. But all that has changed, ladies and gentlemen. As of um, July 1st, which was 10 days ago, Canada Day is when these new rules came into effect. Now, I'm all for this. And, and I can, I can, you know, I'm, I'm sure everybody else out there, you know, who wants our area roads safe, you know, except for, you know, these, these people out there that thinking that the rules don't apply to them. Well, back, back, I think it was a couple months ago, I think it was um, in, in the uh, city of Toronto, um, people decided to get out there and um, do uh, burnouts and donuts and, you know, light the road on fire, have a ring of fire and doing donuts in the middle of the ring of fire. You know, you think you get away with this sort of stuff and then lo and behold, you find yourself charged with stunt driving. Sixty-one drivers were charged. Cars taken to the impound for seven days, license gone for seven days. Now, this all happened before the new changes came into effect, which is, you know, I guess maybe they had to get it out of their system knowing that this was going to happen. The new changes were going to come. But regardless, 61 people were charged for that reckless behavior on our area roads and highway. Now, starting July 1st, just past here, the speeding or stunt driving in Ontario could mean longer license suspensions and vehicle pounding as well as suffer penalties after the conviction. Now, They talked about this in the spring. The Ontario government passed the Moving Ontario's More Safety Act. It's called MUMS Act as a way to crack down on speeding and stunt driving. Now, the new rules also is going to include measures to protect vulnerable road users such as pedestrians and highway workers, improve truck safety, and strengthen provincial uh, um, oversight of the towing sector. Now, the act decreases the threshold for stunt driving on municipal streets or highways. Thank you for joining me this morning. I hope you've had a good week. Welcome to the Truckers Podcast. Here Saturday morning at 9 a.m., Ontario, Canada. Now, I've talked about this before, um, you know, when these new um, new changes to speeding, racing, stunt driving all came into effect 
you know, a few years back and, um, the new changes that, uh, started on July, um, the first now for the municipal highway, city, city streets, um, you know, this means that motorists, you know, topping over, uh, let's say 25 miles an hour over the speed limit on the rural highways and city streets with the speed limit posted less than 50 miles an hour can be slapped with a stunt driving charge. It used to be 30 miles an hour or 50 kilometers an hour more on a residential street. And we've had this on our residential streets people stunt driving, racing, doing whatever they want. They think they can do whatever they want, but, you know, they get caught. Now, these new laws that started on July the 1st means a roadside penalty. Now, it used to be you get a seven-day driver's license suspension and your your, um, car... um, would be in the impound for seven days. So now what happens, now the roadside penalty is going to be a 30-day driver's license suspension. This is first offense. And having your vehicle impounded instead of seven days, good morning. Instead of seven days, your vehicle is going to be impounded for 14 days compared to the seven-day license suspension and the one-week vehicle impoundment. Now, the first offense of street racing or stunt driving could be and will be a minimum of one to three-year driver's license suspension while a second offense could mean three to 10 years. You know, they need to do, they need to do, not only do they need to do this with with stunt driving or racing, but they need to up the the ante on impaired driving. Now, if you're going to speed or you're going to stunt race or whatever you're going to do on area roads and highways, and, you know, the first conviction, you know, one to three driver, uh, one to three years of, of being suspended upon conviction, and the second offense, you're going to get anywhere from three to 10 years. And now, if a driver should commit a third offense, they face a lifetime suspension that may be reduced at a later date, pretend, maybe. Now, what they want to do also, they want to go back to, you know, uh, before the new rule came, these new rules come into effect, that if you had uh, already have have a... um, speeding, racing, stunt driving offense before these new laws come in. Well, if you get caught again, 
then they want to have it so that this will be your second offense and then that you will get that one to three years license suspension or the second suspension or the second um, penalty, you're getting anywhere from three to 10 years uh, license suspension. Now, you certainly don't want to, you know, push their buttons per se because the force suspension in any sub- subsequent offense means a, left, uh, a lifetime driver's license suspension on a fourth on a fourth charge a lifetime and if you're convicted fines range anywhere from two thousand to ten thousand dollars and the automated camera enforcement framework will also be introduced to allow photo evidence of vehicles that illegally pass street cars on the left or streetcars with the doors open to pick up or drop off passengers, as well as more provisions. Now, streetcars, I mean, we don't have the streetcars here in the city of London, but the city of Toronto and other big major cities have these streetcars. And, you know, if you live in the greater Toronto area or you live in downtown Toronto, whatever like that, I mean, you know enough not to pass a stop streetcar uh, when passengers are getting on and off. I mean, you've lived in Toronto all your life. I mean, you should know better anyways. But it's not just that the stunt driving, the speeding, and the racing, you know, um, that they're looking at um, to even to have... um, Different, uh, different uh, laws starting um, for for the towing industry as well. We know we have these tow truck drivers that sit out in the highways and they got their radios on and they're not really regulated and, and you know they charge you, I don't know, just a crazy amount of money to tow your car away because it broke down or you're in an accident or whatever the case may be not really legitimate tow truck drivers. So changes are gonna be coming to that as well. Now, and protecting the, vul- the, the, the vulnerable road users such as pedestrians and highway workers. Now you're gonna go speeding through a construction zone when people are working You know, fines are already doubled when that happens. And I see this, you know, every day. You know, I'm on the area roads and highways all the time. My own personal vehicle driving the transport, you know, and people just blasting through the construction zones like they didn't even see the speed limit sign. You know, it's just, and and truck drivers too, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. And then you have the the, the tow truck driver on the side of the road helping somebody out, maybe towing the car, hooking up to the car, maybe changing a tire or whatever the case may be. The rule is when a tow truck driver is on the side of the road, 
you have to slow down, move over. And that goes the same, same thing for emergency vehicles. But do some people do that? No, they just go blast and pass them anyways. Those fines are going to be increasing as well. Now, if this isn't enough to deter individuals out there who think that the rules of the road don't apply to you, I'm yet to hear or even read about anybody who has been pulled over for any of the speeding, racing, or stunt driving with the new laws in effect. I mean, it's going to get quite pricey for that individual. Now, it's probably around $200 a day for the impound. You know, 14 days. And your license suspended for 30 days on the first offense. You still have to go to court, by the way. That doesn't, you're not off the hook. You know, so that means that your first offense, you know, one to three years license suspension. After you go to court. Now, they don't care if you're making payments on your car. Your car will be gone for 14 days. And if you're not the owner of that vehicle, you borrowed the car, the owner of the vehicle would have to go before the courts in order to get the car out of the impound. To prove that they were not the driver and it is their vehicle and it was taken without their permission. Otherwise, the car stays in the impound for 14 days. Now, it's not just the younger people out there who are out there um, breaking the rules of the road. It's, it, you know, it's people who've been driving many years, people, you know, who've been driving 30, 40 years. And the liberties that they take on the area roads and highways, you know, especially, you know, during this pandemic, when there's less vehicles on the road, you know, they just think that, ah, you know what? I missed my street. I can just pull a U-turn right here. Less cars on the roadway. I mean, you know, people run lights all the time. You know, we don't have enough red light cameras. And there should be more. Every controlled intersection with a light should have a red light camera. Not just the major intersections. I mean, I, you know, the police cannot be everywhere. You know, I mean, that's unfortunate because you just catch more people. But the thing with the, with the, with the red light camera is that you only, you only get the ticket. 
you know, $350 fine and no de uh, demerit points. But if you were pulled over by the officer for running the red light, you would get the $350 fine plus the demerit points. So why not demerit points for running the red light with the red light camera? It's got your license plate. But they don't do it that way because sometimes maybe because it's not the, the owner of the vehicle. But it shouldn't matter. Thank you for joining me. Now, you know, it gets really, really frustrating out there. People commuting. You know, I, I don't, uh, I, I live in the city of London, Ontario. Um, I work outside of the city, so I got to commute a 40-minute drive to go to work. And that's from city street to highway to rural route roads and then to work there and back every single day, about a 40, 45-minute drive. And morning, morning commute to work. I mean, people, you know, of course, 5.30, quarter to 6 o'clock in the morning. The roads aren't that busy. And, and yet, you know, we, we know that, you know, the speed limits, you know, go from 30 miles an hour up to 40 miles an hour at certain points. But people are already doing Forty miles an hour in a thirty zone, and even faster, as though they're late for work. You know, maybe get up a little bit earlier and head out earlier and get to work on time. Then you don't have to be going speeding everywhere you're going. Just because there isn't that many cars out there, doesn't give you the right to speed and cut people off. So you can get your sorry ass to work. Tailgating out there is so prevalent, it's ridiculous. Rainy, wet roads. People don't slow down. The number one weather condition that causes accidents is rain. People may think that it's wintertime. Snow and ice would be the number one weather condition causing accidents when in fact it's not. It's rain. Yeah, then they cry when they crash. You know, they run into you because the roads are wet and they were going too fast to begin with. You know, because when the rain starts coming down and the road starts getting wet, you know, 
that lifts all the all the oils and everything up. And when you go to slam on your brakes when it's wet, you slide like it's ice. Hydroplaning because it's raining too hard and the water is puddling on the roads, people lose control. Thank you, people, for coming on here. <clears throat> Crazy lady, hello. It's a funny name. Now, with these new rules, <clears throat> um, you know, like I said, I mean, I haven't heard of anybody so far um, who has been um, caught under the new rules, but I'm sure there is going to be somebody, always going to be somebody that's going to get that first charge under the new rules when it comes to speeding, racing, and stunt driving. Now, just the other day um, in the city of Toronto, there was a couple of, of cars going down the highway and these were teenagers and they were basically the passenger would be sitting up outside of the vehicle on the door and into the other vehicle too going at high rates of speed which is absolutely ridiculous i mean if you had just fallen out of the car I mean, that would be the end, right? So um, they're looking for those individuals and they're going to find them. You know, people have uh, dash cams. You know, more and more people have them. I have a dash cam. I think it's great. It's on all the time. Now... Like I said, when you know, when it even comes to, you know, the 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 rural, the rural areas, the small highways, the fifty mile an hour highways, you know, because what the rule was saying before, if it was thirty miles an hour over the speed limit on any roadway, but when it comes to um, the the 50 mile an hour highways if you're going 20 25 miles an hour over the speed limit that's like 40 kilometers an hour over you will be charged with speeding racing stunt driving whatever they want to call it Because people go down these area roads and highways because not very many people are on them. And I use them to get to work. And people are passing me like I'm standing still. And it's too bad the police can't be everywhere. Now, the people that live in these areas, in these rural areas, I mean, you know, get, 
get the uh, complaints out there. You know, maybe those will be setting up the speed traps early in the morning on these rural areas. I mean, the speed limits out there, ladies and gentlemen, are posted for your safety and for everybody's safety. The rules of the road are there to protect pedestrians, road workers, emergency vehicles, everyday, everyday car driver. How these people come up with the idea that the rules don't apply to them, I have no idea. Maybe they got to take the cement out of their shoe because it's too heavy and it's pressing down hard on the gas pedal. You know, common sense tells you to follow the rules. And how people have that lack of common sense or selfish or, or being selfish. You know, then you wonder why you have road rage incidents at times. You know, you have a driver out there weaving in and out of traffic, cutting everybody off, not signaling, you know, and then they get flipped off and they then they get, then they get ticked off at the person who, who flicked them off when the person who flipped them off is not breaking the rules. See, ladies and gentlemen, we know, and you know, I know, that driving is a privilege. It's not a right. It's not in the Constitution. It's a privilege. And that's why they can take your license away from you. God forbid you get pulled over driving another car while under suspension. Oh, people do it. You think about, you know, if you if you cause an accident. because you were neglect in following the rules and you kill somebody because of your stupidity and your ignorance. Well, I would like, you know, I like to see the, the, the permanent impounding uh, of vehicles, you know, of course it will increase, you know, I don't, I don't think 14 days of having your car in the impound is long enough. If they're going to suspend your driver's license for 30 days on the first offense, then your car should be in the impound for 30 days. 
That's what they needed to do. I mean, if you're going to come up with a with a with a new law, then go to the extreme with it. Well, we like to we like to see them take the car after the second offense too, but um, I, I I think that um, longer. Um, longer driver license suspensions, higher fines, and it could also include jail time. Now, if you're, if you're getting a, a third offense and, and you, you know, the fines are, are increasing, I mean, you get anywhere from 5,000 to a $10,000 fine how how are you going to pay that? You may have to pay that with doing time. And that means loss of a job. Because there's other modes of transportation out there how to get to work. That's by taking the bus, taxi, Uber, summertime, ride your bike to work. Oh, and you ha if you have to go to the grocery store, well, you have to get those groceries home. You don't have a car. You don't have a license. Guess you got to take the bus. Call a cab. Call an Uber. You know, it's just, you know, it's just, um, it's absolutely ridiculous out there sometimes, ladies and gentlemen. You know, some days I just, I just shake my head, you know, and it's like, you, you, you think that I, you've seen it all, but we really haven't, you know. But don't get me wrong. I mean, there's a lot of good drivers out there and, and, and people out there and stuff like that. It, it just seems to be, you know, like this handful of people. But it's more than a handful of people. But out there that just uh, take the liberties on our area roads and highways. And not taking an account of safety for, for, for anybody, you know. And people tend to forget, you know, that at, at an intersection and a pedestrian is crossing with the light, that the, the pedestrian actually has the right of way. People just turn right in front of them or they turn left in front of them as they're crossing with the light. And then they wonder why, you know, they... The, the car driver wondered why then they hit the pedestrian. They have been really, really, really too relaxed for a very long time. You know, here, here in Canada, we have one of the toughest 
um, drinking and driving laws. But I don't think it goes far enough. I mean, with stunt driving and racing, I mean, if you're going to, on a, on a, upon a first conviction, if you're going to lose your license up, almost up to three years for the first offense, a DUI charge is one year driver's license suspension. And that should be a lot more. A first offense, it should be an automatic three years. And we see too much of that going going around. And it's not just, you know, it's not just, you know, uh, DUI in the cars. You know, people who are out on the water, boating and drinking. You know, people just think it happens on the area roads and highways when, in fact, it also happens on, on, on the open waters. Well, see, that's absolutely ridiculous that uh, that in Wisconsin there you still have driving. People who are doing it, you know, after so after number 12 i mean what's it going to take i mean if you've got 12 charges you've been charged 12 times i mean what's it going to take in order for you to get you off the road and you not drive again but see people you know people drive while they're suspended because they don't care they have that attitude that they don't care and that you can't take that away from me and I'm going to drive without a driver's license anyways. Well, they do that. They have that here as well. They have that, the, um, they have the, uh, the breath, Elizer, uh, put in the person's car as well. And that's the only way that the car will start. Um, but you know, it, you know, it's really unfortunately that happens. You know, it, it goes to the extent, like you say, where they actually kill somebody. Then they have to have that in the car. It should be in their car after the first offense, and that's at the cost of the driver. So whatever that unit costs to have it installed in the vehicle, and that should be after the first offense. It shouldn't have to take someone to be more seriously injured or killed in order to have it installed in the vehicle. You know, with, with, the, uh, with the driving laws here for new drivers, it's zero percent alcohol and I think it's from the age of 16 to 21 that you cannot have one drop of alcohol in your system but it should be zero anyways regardless but unfortunately you know here here in Canada you know Approximately five people every single day are killed by DUI. 
But we don't hear about that every single day. But those are the stats. But what we hear about is the stunt driving, the speeding, and the racing. We hear about the road rage. There's just becoming far too many fatalities on our area roads and highways due to speeding, racing, and stunt driving. People simply not following the rules out there. Bad judgment, bad driver. Sometimes I say to myself, I mean, how do these people get their license to begin with? It's not a free-for-all out there. This is not NASCAR. Some people that they got to just some, somehow, some way, they just have to drive fast all the time. They have to have that lead foot. I don't know. You know, I hope these these new laws that are in place here in Ontario with the uh, the changes to the, the speeding and racing and the stunt driving, you know, I hope it really sends a clear message to the drivers out there, the user of the roads and roads and our highways. That you think about it that, you know, a 30-day driver's license suspension and your car is gone for two weeks. At the fault of your own. You know, whether, you know, this is this crackdown on speeding and stunt driving, um, you know, they're calling it the Mums Act. Um, I hope it's going to be, you know, a real deterrent. And, and people who get pulled over for this, they can't say, they, oh, I never heard about the new rules. Well, whether you heard about the new rules or not, you know, it's an immediate 30-day suspension and your car goes into the impound for 14 days. And just think about the cost of your insurance when you have to renew your insurance. Probably won't be, it probably won't be affordable. You know, imagine paying $600 a month or more for car insurance. It's probably be higher than that. Or you just simply are not going to get insured. You know, especially if it's you if it becomes your your second or third offense. And you're just not you're just not going to be insurable. And you can't drive without insurance. The penalty for driving without insurance is a five thousand dollar fine. 
So you certainly don't want to be caught with that. Well, you know, they do, they do. But the thing of it is, is that think about it for one second, you know, like you say, I mean, they, first of all, they don't really care and you're right. You know, when it comes to, uh, they'll find a way around it. You're absolutely right about that. But if they have another accident and they're not covered, you know, then, you know, the lawsuits begin. And that means any any penalties or any any compensation, it comes out of that individual's pocket. And oh, by the way, if you don't have enough money and you have a house, I'll just take your house for payment. You know, unfortunately, we don't know how many people out there who are driving with no insurance, they, they have no idea. There's no way to, there's no way to, to, to track it. You know, it's not like your driver's license, you know, here in Ontario with the photo on the driver's license and the driver's license can uh, uh, also, you know, be scanned to see that it is valid. And they should have some sort of insurance card like the driver's license. That it could be scanned to see that it is valid. Because people, you know what happens, you know, sometimes with people, you know, they're, they're paying their, ins their insurance and then all of a sudden, they're not, but they have the insurance slip saying it's still valid. But until you get into an accident, that's when you that's when they're gonna find out you're not insured. How many people are doing that? It's hard to say. Well, I mean, all the laws out there, you know, when it comes to the to the rules of the road and stuff like that, you know, how far does the government have to take things? Is this far enough with the new speeding, racing and stunt driving here in Ontario, Canada? You know, with the. Um, with the first offense. One to three, uh, one to three years suspension. The second offense could mean three to ten years, and a third offense, a lifetime suspension, and a fourth suspension. I mean, why does it? Why do we have to have? <laughs> why do we have to have four suspensions in order to get the lifetime ban? How about three strikes and you're out? Why do we need a fourth one in there? We don't need another fourth suspension in there.
you know, 2000 to $10,000 fines. You know, that should be maybe anywhere from, you know, 5000 to 15000 in fines. You know, they lowball it, you know, 2000 to $10,000 fine for if, if convicted. You know, it should be 5000 to 15000 Maybe that should be the first offense. You know, maybe maybe they go for the fourth suspension, you know, maybe because maybe after the third time you're going to really think about it. You would think after the first time you're going to really think about it. You know, that's what common sense would tell you. And it shouldn't even get to the first offense, but unfortunately it does. You know, and as, as people, you know, more and more people, you know, we're starting to, you know, here here in Canada, you know, with this COVID going on, you know, in the province of Ontario where I reside, you know, we're, we're just, we're just coming into stage two um, reopening here in Ontario. And so, you know, more retail and everything is all opening up. So there's going to be more people on the roadways people getting back to work. And as we move um, forward, you know, um, starting next Friday, um, moving into stage three of reopening, um, it's gonna be putting, you know, you know, more people getting back to work and using the roadways. However, means of transportation you know, so it's going to get busier out there once again. But that doesn't mean that third that that third stage reopening. That doesn't mean um, complete normalcy. We'll just be able to do more things. There will be a fourth reopening plan here in Ontario as things improve and get better. And right now, that's why, you know, it's important, you know, that the land border between Canada and the United States remains closed at this time. We have fared, you know, better than most countries in the world and certainly the neighbors to the south, the United States. And with the other variants going on around out there, you know, it's here in Canada, it's in the United States, it's in Europe, it's in, 
it's, it's all over the world. You know, when we talk about, you know, they're talking about the tourism, you know, to help out businesses and stuff like that. And, you know, as more travelers get out there, you know, the roads get busy. You know, this is why we have to, um, you know, pay attention out there. And, you know, with the distracting uh, driving laws, um, I think that they need to be taking a look at that because, you know, distracting driving is still so prevalent. And it's not just talking on the cell phone or texting while you're driving, talking on cell phone, driving and texting while you're driving. That's not the only distractions. I see people driving down the road, eating their breakfast along the way to work or having their burger on the way home or whatever they're doing. And they're, and all they're doing is slopping all over their place and they're weaving in and out of the lanes because they can't control the vehicle because they got McDonald's sauce all over them. Distracted driving. And yes, of course, you know, people still, they're texting while driving. You know, not everybody has that tech, the hands-free technology in their vehicles and, you know, so you don't have to worry about, you know, having the phone up to your ear, talking on the phone while you're driving. Now, I think it's only like something like a $600 fine if you're caught distracted driving. They can hand them out all day. And it still isn't a deterrent on distracted driving. They're going to change the laws and increase the penalties on speeding and racing and stunt driving, then they need to do the same when it comes to distracted driving. A lot of accidents out there, rear renders, happen because the driver is distracted. It's not paying attention on what is going on ahead of him or her or around him or her. Stop and go traffic. And you see the car still sitting there with the driver's head down looking at the phone. Or they realize or they may think that the traffic has moved and they step on the gas and they slam into your ass. Because they weren't paying attention. Because maybe the other lane was moving, so they thought the traffic was moving. So they need to, to potentially take another look at distracted driving and maybe increase the fines for that as well. 
have to wait to see what happens if something like that comes about. But they needed to change the, the, the stunt driving and the speeding laws. Because a seven-day driver's license suspension and a seven-day car impoundment wasn't working. So maybe with this 30-day driver's license suspension, first offense, and your car goes to the impound for 14 days, hopefully that's going to be a good enough deterrent. Hopefully. Thank you to the people who enter into the show. I see you coming on here. I'm just talking away here. But uh, we're talking about the new stunt driving and the speeding and, and racing laws here in Ontario, Canada. Uh, the government has upped the ante. So I hope the drivers out here you know, start behaving themselves. Now, it doesn't matter, you know, see, you know, when, when, when the Canadian and the U.S. land borders, you know, when they get opened up and, and Americans are coming over here for tourism, shopping and dining and, and visiting friends and family and stuff like that, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be one of those drivers that are just going to be going flying down the highway, you can say goodbye to your car for 14 days. And it doesn't matter if you're out of country or not, if you're a citizen of Canada or not. You know, it's just, you know, it must be, you know, in the United States, it must go from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. When you go from state to state, You know, the, uh, the, 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 I mean, pretty much all the traffic laws are all the same. Speed limits are all the same. So speeding must be the same from different laws in different states, different penalties in different states. It's like here in Canada, there's going to be different penalties. You know, if I went to Manitoba and went speeding through their province. But the drinking and driving charges here in Canada are the same across the board. So the speeding and the stunt driving and the racing should be the same penalty. It doesn't matter what province you're doing it in, not just here in Ontario. It should be Canada-wide. Because it's not just happening here in Ontario, Canada. It's happening in every single province. But every province is going to have their own rules. Any, every province is going to have their own laws when it comes to speeding, racing, and stunt driving. But so far right now, Ontario, Canada, with these new laws that came into effect on July 1st, are the strictest in the country.
hopefully this sends a clear message to the drivers on our area roads and highways. I want to thank you for joining me this morning. I know I haven't been out here for, uh, I don't know, what was it, possibly like um, um, three weeks, um, whatever like that. But uh, I'm back and I will continue. And of course, I will be back out tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Sunday and then Monday evenings at 9 p.m. And then, you know, throughout the week, I mean, it gives me time to to uh, find topics. And, you know, because, I mean, topics, topics are endless anyways. You know, but I like to find stuff that, you know, not just interesting to me, but I'm hoping that they're, they're um, interesting. They're interested to you and informative and um, that uh, you get that uh, listening and enjoyment of listening to the Truckers Podcast. So again, I want to thank you to all my listeners, all my followers and all, you know, because without, without you guys and, and you know, ladies and gentlemen, without you guys, I mean, there would be no podcast. You play the most important role in a podcast as the listeners. And as podcasters, we, we appreciate you. I appreciate you. And I thank you for listening to my podcast and I'm sure you have hundreds or, or not hundreds, but I'm sure you have plenty more podcasts that you listen to and enjoy. And that's great. I mean, I do the same thing. I'll go on and I'll listen to some podcasts and, and stuff like that. So, but again, thank you um, for joining the truckers podcast. And like I said, I will be back out tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. This is the Truckers Podcast. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Take care, be safe, enjoy your weekend, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you.